ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit. Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Above Ground Podcast. Podcast, guys, guys. Oh, yay! What's up, everyone? Thanks for joining us. Timothy, how are you this week, man? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm um, I'm uh, just going through the the daily grind of the dailies. The dailies? Yeah. yeah. Is that what you call them? Yeah. I like that. I, I seem to be struggling with that myself this week. Definitely a little bit... Uh, yeah? Def- I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. That'd be a good word. Overwhelmed, yeah. You know, everybody's coming down from the the holiday hoopla and all that stuff, and, you know, we're getting back into the... Um, your your that. Your routines, you know, which for me is comforting to just stick to that routine. Yeah, I got to get more uh, steadfast on my routine. Actually, which means putting a routine together. <laughs> Because I definitely like between our bipolar weather and and my yeah. uh, my brain that keeps spinning like a like a carousel, it doesn't stop. Carousel, <laughs> carousel. These are the ABCs of me, baby. Nice. So this uh, so this week we're gonna start uh, a special series. Uh, we're gonna start a special series on breaking down what. A lot of a lot of the health um, organizations call the causes of mental illness, and the truth is, is that there is no one cause of mental illness. There's so there's there's factors that we're not even thinking about Correct. when when we look at mental illness as a and there's factors that that they don't um, acknowledge the you know the medical professionals and and that stuff. You're right. You are absolutely correct. Then there's no doubt about that. So uh, the Mayo Clinic. So we're going to go. Um, if you're interested, you can follow along at themayoclinic.org. There's uh, there's some great stuff on there. And if you, uh, I'm going to post this in the show notes. This will be in the show notes. But uh, the Mayo Clinic talks about an overview of mental illness and what it is. And the the three traits that we're going to that we're going to break down in probably three separate episodes because this is something that. That is not something that we can just kind of gloss over and really just, like, I noticed that we spend so much time around the surface that we don't get as deep into some of these topics as we should. So we decided that we're going to start a, a multi-part series about the enemy within. That's right, your brain. And is it all in your mind? Maybe not. Maybe some of it's chemical. Well, chemical is not really the proper way to say it. Um, <laughs> maybe some of it's uh, biological. Uh, maybe some of it's psychological, and maybe some of it's environmental. Absolutely. And we're gonna look at we're gonna kind of take all three of those parts separately in the in the following weeks, just to because we don't want to we you know we don't want to send you out there with the without a raincoat and galoshes in the rain, man. Is your feet are gonna get wet? Galoshes. Galoshes. That's a word. That's a word, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I like that word. So what are like? Well, I just what's a, real what's quick, your galoshes me, for mental well, illness? Let me, let me, real, real quick, <laughs> let me just say uh, I, uh, the, the title kind of um, came to me with the news of um, Rush Drummer, who passed, uh, the professor, Mr. Neil Pert, 
and the, their Rest song, peace. The Enemy Within. Um, so I was just kind of like, that would be a, a, a great title. And it kind of fit with the, the so-called series that we're going to um, jump into with our galoshes. That's right. We're going <clears> to <throat> stomp on some uh, puddles. Puddles and mud. And we're going to get wet. Make, we're going to get dirty. We're going to make goulash. With our galoshes. Ah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that being said, what um, what were you were you asking me uh, about? Oh, what like what's uh like a pair of galoshes that you would put on to go on into the storm of mental illness, man? What do you? Oof. I feel like I need more than galoshes. Yeah, you need galoshes, a coat. Do you need all 54 seasons that we have now that you yeah, said? Yeah, <laughs> because media and, you know, all this advertising that we guess tries to trick you into buying everything, which, of course, most of the sheep do. But I think I would I would, I would, would get a nice, you know, <clears throat> what I would do is get one of those old school, um, I don't even know what, what they would call them, those leather hats that the pilots used to wear and then the big goggles. Yeah, like go all steampunk. Not even that, but just I think because I would need the leather there, and I would I don't want to do anything Old to my vision. Helmet. So I would want it to be clear, you know, just in case. And then I I think I would have to have some gloves and definitely the galoshes. What about a coat? You know, I was thinking originally a coat, but now I'm thinking it might weigh me down. Wow, I yeah. like that. I like the thought of that look. That's a that's a funky look, man. Mm, you know, kind of. Maybe a few years ago, I would have took like you know some rain pants and and a trench coat or a hood or something, but I don't know. I, I'd rather face it. Not anymore. You know, face it head on. Kind of yeah. Face right it into head the on. storm. You gonna be a storm chaser? Yeah, maybe. Storm That's trooper. A good storm trooper. Chaser. I don't know. One <laughs> of the two. Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mayo Clinic. Um. They they say the causes, uh, according to the Mayo Clinic, um, although we know that there's no one single cause for a mental disorder or mental illness, it's usually a combination of lots of things. Sure. But to boil it down to the three, the, the first thing that they mention is inherited traits. And most commonly, it's within your first-degree and second-degree blood relatives. Your first-degree blood relatives certainly play way more of a heavier part than your aunts, uncles, and cousins, and, and family line. However, um, the, there's genes that are passed on to us that can be triggered by uh, environmental stimuli, biological stimuli, which we're going to get into those two things in a minute. Um, it can also just, you know, it, it doesn't take much to trigger something that's there if you don't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And we're not taught how to handle these things. Well, like, I was just about to say, you don't even, yeah, it's like you, you may not, you may realize something's there, but you don't know exactly what it is. You know that there's like something in the cave, but you can bring a stick with you, but you don't know if it's going to be a bear or a wolf or muskrat. You know, you don't know. That's true. It the the shadow on the wall may look eight feet tall, but it comes exactly. out and it's a comes out and it's a mouse. You know, and that and, wall and the shadow is really your brain, <laughs> which is what brings us to the next part, which is the brain, which is the the biological chemistry. Now we say chemistry, which I, I understand, but it's neurons aren't aren't chemicals, quote unquote. I mean, they're they're synapses that fire. They're they're roadmaps that help you 
perform activities and and absorb information and and things. I and, like that. The roadmaps. Yeah, the roadmaps. They're 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 yeah, wiring they, diagrams. Well, I mean, they're wiring right. it's diagrams. A, it's a roadmap. That's, that's what a, it is. That's you know exactly what you know. And then send the, the sending the impulses to the and, correct nerves and. And the third factor that I think is actually more important than the other two is the environment. And I, I, I believe agree. that the environment, especially with what we learn about trauma and, and, and adverse childhood and all that kind of stuff as, as we delve into these things, that I believe that your environment – and your environment doesn't just have to be from childhood. It can be now. It can be – you know, or it could be both. I think, right. like, there's even people that talk about the environment even, even you know, pre-birth. You know, the environment in the womb. You know, let's say that, you, yeah, absolutely. you know, you may have somebody that, uh, whatever they're doing during their pregnancy, whether it be, you know, alcohol or drugs or maybe just eating bad, not taking care of their own body, that could have an effect as well. And not to mention that if you're, <clears throat> if you're unfortunate enough to be in a bad situation... It could not only just be the inner interior that you're being born in, but the exterior that's going on, you know, amongst amongst your amongst the people that are, you know, that you're coming out of, right. <laughs> which which plays a big which plays a big factor. Also, there's like yeah, like so. In, I guess you could probably almost break down environmental into three parts. You know, like the pre-birth, like the birth childhood, and then now as an adult, you go out and you you know this world is pretty uh, unforgiving, you know, it's relentless and, and, you know, the fast pace and everything is instant gratification. Um, you know, the technology that we all use now and all these things are, are in my opinion, definitely um, major contributors. Oh, absolutely. And it was, um, I'm actually, uh, I'll be at a conference soon um, where I'm going to get to hear some people talk about some of these things. But um, I don't even know where the hell I was going with that thought, to be honest. I looked at Tim quick, and I was like, <laughs> I'm looking at my computer screen, and I'm like, see, this is what happens, man, when no, you fly maybe. without a net. Well, that's all. That's it. You and if you've seen you, David Lee Roth lately, he's really flying without a net. Oh, my gosh. You'll be able to get some more some more info on this stuff, you know? And maybe, um, you know, maybe contribute, uh, have some more... Um, sources you know that contribute to you know the factors of mental illness now there's a there's so we're talking about illness and if you if you talk if you use the word illness illness as opposed to not having wellness is fine but illness you know i think that's i think that that adds to the to the mental illness and i heard daniel amen say this uh, Daniel Amen wrote "Change Your Brain, Change Your Life." Um, he has done uh, what eighty thousand spec studies. I think it, it's, yeah. it's crazy number there's of spec TED, studies. There's a TED talk. I think it, the title of the TED talk is "What Eighty Three Thousand Brain Scans Show right. Show You" or something. And his big thing is, is that in psychiatry, they are literally prescribing medicin medications that can change your chemistry if you want to use that word, without, with very rarely, he said, ever looking at the organ that they are fixing. And I believe that that is, like, 
uh, that's a contributing factor also. Oh, is, for sure. Is that outside of yourself, is that how do you get that help? But where it starts at in the beginning is I think when you call it mental illness and if if it if I'm oh yeah, Daniel Amen actually doesn't like the term mental illness because it implies that it's not real. And again, it applies that it's all in your head. And is it really all in your head? No, I don't think it is all in your head. I think it's I think it's internal, I think it's external, and I think it's everything around you. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't think like you said before, I don't think it's 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 one, you know, thing or three things, you know. But I the I just looked up the uh, the definition according to Oxford dictionaries. The definition of illness is a disease or period of sickness affecting the body or mind. Okay. So all right. So I I and I think that and, and of course, when we get to label anything, we already put it behind the eight ball. Well, yeah, I mean that, and I, I have mixed feelings about that because I feel like so many people spend so much time trying to label something or 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 change the 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 wording on it. It's just like I, I'd I'd rather get to the you know the causes of it. I just feel like that's more important, like than to, than a word. Yeah, I think we get hung up on ling- linguistics yes. a lot. We, um, I mean, we get hung up on, you but know. But even just people need, with whatever it is in the world, people need to, bl- like, something to blame. They need uh, a physical thing to, like, you know, oh, well, it wouldn't be this out if it did this, or, you know, that car wouldn't have passed me if it wasn't this, or it's like people just need a reason or an excuse. Well, they need an excuse, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I'm listening to Wayne Dyer's Excuses Be Gone. Ah, I did And uh, I have an interesting story to share yeah. with you about dire over the last couple of weeks nice and um and uh it's they're all excuses we're all looking for an excuse for why we're not where we are why we're not who we are but the factor is is that you know there could be reasons that you're not where you are because of the way you think and maybe Absolutely. it is and maybe part of it is biological and maybe part of it is um psychological because if you have a bad program which is your environment, and then your brain has wired itself biologically to think a certain way. Sure. Then it becomes a habit, and, and then it becomes right. a lifestyle. And you, and if you don't know that 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 it's a negative habit, you're just it, that's what you're doing every day, and you're living. The, and then you just create that routine of it, and it becomes a lifestyle, and you don't know any different. You're right. Like, well, I've done this for 18 years, and then now you realize that there's having negative effects on you. <laughs> Right, and then you, and then you, it's become so, it's become so etched in your record that you can't get out of it because it becomes comfortable. Right, and I, I love to equate it to a, a your favorite T-shirt and pair of jeans, man, because there's nothing like, nothing like putting on your favorite T-shirt and pair of jeans and having it fit right and having you feel good about it. But you can also put on baggy clothes to cover yourself up and think that you're mm-hmm. doing all right because you're trying to cover something up. Yeah, that's a good one. I I maybe was I a little off with that. No, the... no, I no. I mean, I think you know, every, everybody's going to experience things different. Everybody's different. They have different um backgrounds, you know, different environments for the most part and, you know, it's just we're all we're all different. That's there's no um one size fits all, you know. Right. I mean, look at. I mean, let's take just like a an athlete or, or someone that is is 
like a bodybuilder, very much into like working out and, you know, that kind of lifestyle, they, it's not just one thing. They don't just go in there and lift weights. No, they, they probably eat right. They have some kind of a healthy routine during their day, you know, that they may walk or maybe do some cardio or whatever. It's not just lifting weights. There's other variables to it. So that's, that's how I would kind of relate that. I, I like your relation, but I've had experiences with friends over the years that have used the juice. and Like OJ? No. <laughs> <laughs> like OJ. No, nobody's chasing Avis rental cars down right. the street or whatever. All right, so they, ju- they use the juice, okay. And what that does is, is that actually speeds up the process of you being able to build muscle and keep it on with little work. But at the end of it, it just wrecks oh, you. Sure it does. So again, yeah. the shortcut, like all these shortcuts, all the shortcuts that we try to take to... Drugs, alcohol, dr- right, same thing. All it's, of it. It's all, it has negative effects, and but... You know, it's it's all it stems from negative thinking, kind of, eating, yeah, all of it, whatever bad, it is, just right. bad, whatever whatever input. That's the thing, like database, bad information in, bad information out, and it, it's that's it's yeah. it's kind of that same that same. Don't take idea. care of your, yeah. You don't take care of your car; it's gonna run shitty. You know, yeah, you don't fill up the oil. Well, your engine's gonna, gonna go seize. boom, right? You know, you got you got to physically go out and like check the air and the tires. You got to, you know, maybe do an inspection on the brakes. T- uh, you know, the tread on the tires. There's a bunch of stuff you need. You should, you know, the routine maintenance, and that's how, that's how I believe that you should live your life. You know, mentally, physically, and, and check in, and, and you know, kind of just be mindful of of what you're consuming, whether it be food, whether it be TV, or you know, just the the negative people that you know might be toxic you know and so some of the risk factors uh for mental illness uh according to mayo clinic and you know you could probably add a bunch of stuff to this but this is a pretty good overall list um a history of mental illness and a blood relative um stressful life situations financial problems death divorce uh any of those types of things an ongoing chronic chronic mental condition like diabetes chronic pain i was just about to say that chronic pain and you know that's the thing with like some of these chronic issues is that they're invisible to people so you don't see them just like just like the mental stuff um and on um brain damage from traumatic brain injury sure Uh, as we've all seen and we're in that time where the super bowl is going on and stuff and we're just getting to the end of the nfl season and traumatic brain injuries, as we know, have really taken some, um, have made major headlines over the last five years as we've lost some some really big football players to suicide um, because of those traumatic brain injuries. Uh, those traumatic brain injuries that, unfortunately, are, are combat veterans coming home from service uh, have a high, high number of traumatic brain injuries because they're because of the blast ratios, and, right? Which and goes things with that are the, going on goes with the next one being traumatic experiences, right? Such as like military experience. Um, what else we got? We got the again use of alcohol or recreational drugs. Yeah, that's a big one. I mean, you know, we could do probably do an episode on that alone. Um, 
childhood history of abuse or neglect. Um, sometimes people think like, you know, your childhood was bad. Like, you, you know, maybe you weren't, um, you weren't hit or, you know, you didn't get to go to Disneyland, but like sometimes it's uh, the neglect part is, is going to have a bigger blow, you know, and have a, a more powerful effect, a negative effect on you. you I, I, and I actually think words actually hurt more sometimes sure. than just getting whacked. Yeah, I, I would because, probably agree with that. Because they, they have a longer effect. Yeah, because then you start believing them. The more you hear them, and then the more you say them, then you're really believing them, and then that, that's what you become. So sure, absolutely. Um, friends, few either few friends or few healthy relationships, or even, I guess, a previous mental illness. Well, which I, yeah, and that, well, that just makes it, more prevalent for it to come back. Right. I believe. Okay. So, and I think if you like in my, in like in our instances, my depression ebbs and flows. Um, I have that seasonal affective part of it where I definitely get, I'm kind of more the, the circadian thing with the sun. Like I just like warm weather. It's just winter. I never, I've never been ever happy in the fall and winter. And it's been that way since childhood. And I try to do things in the fall and winter that keep me going, but I find it harder and harder the more responsibilities that you have and the more things you have going on that it's self-care, unfortunately. always A lot of times we'll slide by the wayside and then self-care turns into self-medication. And I think you run that dangerous, that dangerous cliff of self-care versus, you know, boom, falling off the mountain in that, that self-medicating. Yeah. Yeah. A couple more I'll throw in there, um, which was kind of covered, which the dysfunctional family life, um, but also, like, not only substance abuse by the person, but maybe by the person's parents, you know? Um, <clears throat> uh, maybe going through life, uh, a death or divorce involved uh, in your life. There's always, as a you know, a teenager changing schools or even, you know, continuously changing jobs as a, a young adult or, you know, even as an adult, you know, if you've got to go from job to job and stuff that brings on probably feelings of in inadequacy, <clears throat> low oh, self-esteem and that kind of thing. Which, oh, it, it doesn't might. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it Let me tell you. So, so yeah, but one of my, uh, one of my favorites is, um, social or cultural expectations. Oh, that's know. a, that's a big one, especially it's, now. Oh, absolutely. It's huge. Turn on the TV. Everybody's perfect. You know, you got filters on, on pictures and magazines again, telling you what to wear, what to, th it's, you know, I, I, that's to me, I, 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 ugh, I loathe entirely. Yeah. We're all face gram insta. Yep. Bullshit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ready. We're all coffee filters. <laughs> We're all coffee machines. More filters than a coffee machine. Uh, yeah, I like that. Yep. And of course, you know what happens at the end of that? At the end of the coffee cycle? You throw out the grinds. <laughs> so you get ground up, man. And go. that's what happens. You get you can ground yourself up. <laughs> what I don't know if we I mean I think we touched on it, but not just with this um in this list we're kind of going through is um Nutrition, poor nutrition. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even exposure to toxins like lead, um, and like uh, I know, like um, I have a friend who who 
does stuff with um like she's against like the the spraying of of like uh, chem yes. Yeah. Pe- yeah, yeah, thank pesticides. you. Pesticides. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Yes. Pesticides. So. Yeah, we're gonna cover. Uh, well, yeah, pesticides. No, are I know. I'm just. Bad, I'm just throwing a bad that. thing. No, no, no. I didn't mean it to cut you off. I just. For, I got. I was thinking about something else. About future episodes. <laughs> but and not, that's the problem. But not I'm not staying present. in the moment. Yeah, I'm not staying in the moment. Not staying in the moment. Yep. But that's me. <laughs> See, I, I haven't tamed tamed the monkey mind yet. Nice. Yeah, I haven't tamed the monkey mind yet. That's awesome. Not yet. Not it's yet. It's a process, man. There's no taming the monkey mind. because the mon- <sighs> That's the idea. The idea is that you can't tame the monkey mind. You just have to, you have to learn to dance with it. That's right. That's right. Learn to waltz so, with the monkey mind. Th- I got a little thing here that says... Um, it's got like inherited traits. Says mental illness is more common in people whose blood relatives also have a mental illness, which I think you said early on. Um, certain genes may increase your risk of developing a mental illness, or life situation could trigger. You know, that's something that's probably like maybe lying dormant. You know, right. something could happen and trigger it. And and the more serious the now when it comes to uh, schizo- schizophrenia. Um, uh, schizophrenia has been one of the most studied, uh, disorders of, of the mental, of the mental disorders. Um, there's a, a big, um, genetic component to that. Um, people have genes in their, in, in their familial history that get triggered and it, it can cause some major, major, um, issues. And most of the patients that uh, present, um, their their close relatives and themselves have decreased prefrontal cortical efficiency. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. you know, that prefrontal cortex. It's part of the, yeah, I mean, it's part of the thing. You know, it's part of the whole system. But, um, genes, nature... Na- nature, ver- yeah, that nature versus nurture, and um, I had recently seen a um, a, a YouTube video um, from uh, Doctor Jerry Guide. I think is I don't know if I'm saying it right, Guide or Guide that works for the National Institute on Mental Mental Health, and um, he was talking about nature versus nurture, and there was a study done in the last five years, which I'm going to, I have the uh, link in the show notes um, about how there should be another factor that comes into this. And that's age, because what they've discovered is, is that you run different, you run different levels of, of um, the, the chance that you may, may have a disorder when you go through certain ages and stages right when you're a small child developing and then when you get to puberty and then when you Which get could to be, s- i guess environmental but but yeah I get well they're it. talking about the the actual physical because the body goes through so Go much through, changes oh, in the okay. growth and gotcha all and, the different chemicals and stuff going on and, and the study that they had done they looked at identical twins because identical twins share almost 100% of the same DNA. There's very few, there's hmm. little variable in their DNA. The variables are very slight. So they tried to see 
why one would get the one would might have more susceptibility to the other. Hmm. However, they could both have the same gene and one go through certain life factors and not ever have an issue, but yet the other one does. And the it's it's and and I can speak to this from my own personal familial history. My aunt lives with schizophrenia and my mother lives with schizoaffective disorder. Now, the rest of the family yeah, there's issues you can of some sort, maybe, but not everybody has anything. And you can, it's, I get it's, what you're saying. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you, it's, you're almost, it's almost Russian roulette in a way, you know, depending on which, which, uh, which, which, which path you take in the fork, you know, right. I gotcha. Some, um, some, some quick things on the prefrontal cortex, um, compliments of, of Daniel Amen. Um, functions of the prefrontal cortex, just a few include um, empathy, um, the ability to feel and express emotions, um, critical thinking or forward thinking, problem solving, organization, self-monitoring and supervision, um, impulse control, <laughs> attention span. Um, it has, it's definitely has a lot of interaction with the limbic system. That limbic jukebox, man. I know. So it also, like, it, it has a little thing for um, problems with the prefrontal cortex. So I'm assuming that means if you were to have some sort of um, deficiency in your prefrontal cortex or whatever you want to call it. Um, short attention span, uh, lack of perseverance, impulse control problems, hyperactivity, chronic lateness or poor time management. Which would be in the disorganization, I guess, Proca yeah, procrastination, um, misconceptions, poor judgment, trouble learning from experience, um, even short-term memory problems. So, you know, my it just goes to my prefrontal cortex is all fucked up. I just, tell. you know, it just goes to show you that um, I think that's the isn't the prefrontal cortex. That's the one that's the. I feel like it's the most evolved. Like it's not the it. It's not the piece that like most animals have, right? I think that's the one that like is significant to humans. Could be wrong. Uh, um, yeah, I believe that that is the piece that is the thing that keeps us separated from right from baboons and monkeys and, and gotcha. the animal world, if I'm not mistaken. And mm -hmm. I, you know, it's funny that you said that because when I was taking notes. I I heard it and I didn't write it down and I couldn't remember what the what it I do what, that. what he said. <laughs> I do that often because of my um my prefrontal cortex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Creating problems, you know? That's what it does. It uh my whole tw my my entire my entire twenties were spent in in a bad prefrontal cortex. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's got also, he's got a uh, uh, a prefrontal cortex checklist. Wow. Yeah. So you We can, love Daniel Amen, man. You know, he's got this little, just like a list of, um, I think there's like 20 questions or something like that. And he goes, I'll just list a couple, uh, you know, list a couple. But basically you, you, it's zero to four. And if, you know, obviously the four is fr most frequent and then the zero is never. So, you know, you go through this little checklist and I guess five or more symptoms that are marked, you know, three or higher is a high likelihood of prefrontal cortex problems. So, so trouble listening, poor organization of time or space, t 
distractibility, difficult expressing feelings, difficult expressing empathy for others, uh, <laughs> conflict seeking, talking too much or too little, uh, difficulty awaiting turn, again, impulsivity, impulsivity problems, um, restlessness or trouble sitting still. So, yeah, those are some... <laughs> so, according to uh, the University of Oxford, um, the animals and us share similar share similar um, brains, but there's one part, um, 11 of the 12 areas that were found in both our species between us and humans and animals. Um, and being connected up to brain areas is is an area called the lateral frontal pole prefrontal cortex. So there's that must be a little section of the must be a section of PFC. the prefront of the PFC. I would think that is completely not in an animal. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which, which makes a lot of sense because we're the ones who. Like maybe that's is that is that possible that that's where consciousness is held, you know what I mean? Because they're not. I mean, they they they're ants, ants marching. They they do their like they have no concept of the world except for what they're doing in the most present way. Well, it's funny. I believe the you sent it to me. The um, it was a podcast, and it um, I don't remember the guy's name, but it was it was uh. It was about like anxiety and stuff, and he was saying that, um, basically, like he was saying about animals and how animals can. I think it was about he healing healing the trauma. I think it was that one with um, okay. Doctor Don Wood. That might have been it. Okay, I'm not sure, but I think it was that one. But anyways, he was saying about animals and how um, the the um, antelope knows to fear a lion. But it doesn't walk around all day, like, eating and hanging out with friends, fearing the lion. But when he sees a lion, he knows to run and fear that lion. So that could be, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. That, that, that must be the, yes. the missing piece. <laughs> <laughs> the missing piece, literally. Yeah. Is that the missing exactly. link? Seriously. Exactly. Seriously. That's, exactly. that's pretty crazy to think. And, you know, but use a bad term. Use a bad term. That's kind of insane. Well, I, I know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and me again with... With uh, okay. With um, with trying to to get. That's why we're gonna th we're gonna continue this discussion next week. Let me just go over this. Real, Absolutely, real I just quick. wanted. To, we're just, gonna keep going on to this because this is important stuff, man. We're gonna we're gonna get into it's the very, nuts and bolts. Yeah, it's very convoluted. But Frankenstein. Ho hopefully, like with with all of the episodes we we do, and we hope that you know maybe if it strikes a nerve or. if if it's something that you could relate to, maybe you can um, dive in yourself and, and get more info on it. And um, we'd be delighted if you if you did that and actually, you know, posted it on our page or whatever. Um, but even for yourself, do it in the dark that nobody knows, which would be fine as well. But I, I think that would be a, um, just something that I wanted to throw in there. Um, but we were talking about the uh, limbic system. Oh. Um, and this is similar to, as far as the PFC, that uh, Dr. Amen has um, functions of the deep limbic system. And then he's got a little small list of 
problems in the deep limbic system. So the functions, I'll just go over a couple, um, sets the emotional tone of the mind, filters external events through internal states, um, stores highly charged emotional memories, ah. controls appetite, sleep cycles, promotes bonding. Um, actually, this I didn't know this. Directly pr processes the sense of smell. Huh. Yeah, modulates libido. I, that makes actually sense because I didn't know that. When you scent, like scent to me is one of my most like smells really affect me. Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't, I don't have, I mean, you know, certain smells are mm. just ridiculous. Well, I mean, it could like, but, like uh, you know, certain smells can can bring you back to Christmas time. You know right. what I mean? So, and then certain smells can bring you back to hell. Right. Yep, it's that charred, like... Uh, Those charged memories. Yeah. And the stories we tell ourselves about. I was, I was actually saying, like, charred flesh or something like that. Oh, that smell of that yeah. brings uh, it back the, to hell. The, the funeral pyre? <laughs> <laughs> so th there's a couple that I want to go over for problems in the uh, deep limbic system. Uh, moodiness, irritability, clinical depression, increased negative thinking. Those negative, ants. <laughs> negative perceptions of events. <laughs> <laughs> Raise your hand if you have them all. Flood of negative emotions. Woo! Uh, decreased or increased sexual responsiveness. Woo! Social, social isolation. Woo! <laughs> yeah, so, you know, again, this it's way more convoluted than what we're uh, um, talking about here, but uh, we're going to at least hopefully um, scratch the surface on this stuff and, and again, maybe provoke you to um, take the next step for yourself. And um, further your education on this matter and, and, you know, maybe help yourself in that way. Yeah, we're just here to empower. Here to empower, man. Maybe a little inspiration. Inspiration. Perspiration. Perspiration. No <laughs> manipulation, though. Yeah, no manipulation. I'm not into manipulation. <laughs> we're not into those dark arts. <laughs> dark arts. <laughs> the dark arts. Uh, poor Severus. <sighs> um... So with that being said this week we're going to we're going to wrap it up and we hope you enjoyed this overview of of what mental illness is and the causes and not and what not next week we are going to move on to our first part which I guess I, you know, I, I suppose, what do you think that we should cover next week? What, what are you we going to go over, like, like stick to one of the, like the environment, stick to that? Yeah, then... we'll stick to, yeah. Um, is it, is so, I, that's what I'm wondering, like, the, yeah, uh, well, we'll figure it out. I guess we'll, right. we'll leave them hanging. I guess you know? next week will be a surprise. You'll have to tune in if you really care. <laughs> Those three listeners out there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so until next week, man. Be well. Be safe. And be above. above. Above Ground Podcast is in no way intended to be a substitute for professional help in any manner or degree. We are not therapists, doctors, or professionals in the medical field. These are the opinions and experiences of two individuals just like you, our peers, who live with mental illness and all of its conditions. If you or anyone you know are experiencing a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, call 911, or you can call the National Suicide Hotline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week 
at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Be well, be safe, be above.